Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening to The Woke Agent. I am your host, Tiffany Jarvis. I'm a local real estate agent here in Lexington, Kentucky. And this is the podcast where I talk to my friends in the real estate business about how they run their business, their opinions, their outlooks on the industry ahead, and just generally how they stay woke. You know, we do deals with these people all the time. We never know anything about them. They're in and out of our lives in 30 days. And I want to change that. I want you in my life. It's Liz Hodge. I want you. Welcome to my Wokeridge. (laughs) Thank you. I feel like I'm in your life right now. I love this. Welcome. Welcome to the Wokeridge. Thank you. This is awesome. This is such a great idea. Thank you. I, um, you are the charity queen. When I think of Liz Hodge, I think of someone that gives and gives and gives. How do you manage all this time? Because you're selling, you're selling the hell out of some real estate too. I see you, girl. (laughs) You are selling and you're also, you're giving away so much of your time and your energy. Tell me about your personal nonprofit and some of the other organizations that you work with. Okay, awesome. Yeah, this has been a super banner year for me this year. So in real estate, you're killing I, it. I have <laughs> killed it. Um, I more than surpassed my goal. I'm going to reveal what my goal was um, in the next month and then show how much I just blew it out of the water, which is fantastic. And it's largely in part um, due to my brokerage that I'm with, and I, I love them. I want to talk to you about that too. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll Absolutely. To that. So my nonprofit is called A Running Start. And And so I work with people working through homelessness and addictions, um, and I teach running, actually like running, jogging. Like physical running. Physical running um, as a tool in sobriety. And so I actually work with the Hope Center, both the female and the male side of the Hope Center, and we train for 5Ks, which is pretty amazing. And I didn't know, I didn't know any of this. So what what makes you passionate about something like this? Absolutely. So my dad died of his addiction when I was 16. Um, I have a relative who is in active addiction right now. Um, and so I've always had a heart for recovery, um, second chances. I hashtag a lot, uh, 70 times seven biblical reference, but it just means endless grace and boundless opportunities. And so I really believe that, you know, if we can reach even one person with one new tool to help in their sobriety, that's one person you can actually pull out of their addiction and give them something to work for. So where are you from Eastern Kentucky? Where are you from? I am from Lexington. I am from Lexington. Yes. Native local. Yes. That's why I know this, this city so well. Um, I've been here my whole life. I've traveled extensively, but I keep coming back here. This is always going to be home. Okay. I love it. Yeah. So let's talk, and you work with other, man, you are on a slew of boards and and all kinds of things. What else are you involved in? Yeah, so uh, right now I'm super lucky to be the president-elect for the Lexington Forum, which is an organization that meets um, once a month. Um, We actually have conversations that matter in the community. Where can you you go, where do they do this at? I'm interested. Yeah, definitely. So we meet the first Thursday of every month for breakfast. Um, It's at the Hillary J. Boone Center in Lexington. Okay. Yeah, UK. I ain't so good for breakfast, girl. It, it's good. It's good. You get up, you get going. <laughs> it does meet early, so it's a 7.30 a.m. <laughs> breakfast. Yes. Um, it is an amazing group of people, but we just, our last event we just had um, was talking about grassroots strategies for retaining um, young professionals of color in Lexington. I love that you went to this. Eli and I talked about this um, just this week, and his podcast will be coming out. Uh, very soon too. His will be coming out before yours. So he and I had this big conversation about diversity um, where you you are currently at Lifestyle where Eli is the broker. 
And I don't know anybody that looks like lifestyle. You guys are on the full, you're, you're diverse. And I, I told him, I think it starts from the top. It absolutely. Because Eli and Fred, they're not all white men. <laughs> I, I joke with Eli. I'm like, you're my token brown man that I'm going to take to this event. He literally uh, said the same thing he, about you. He, he was like, funny. you know, I hired Liz and I was like, did you hire Liz because she's a tall, blonde glass of water? And he's like, yes, I did. He's hilarious. Yeah, so, I mean, when you look at a brokerage, and especially where we are in Kentucky, um, and you look at, you know, what do the people look like that are working there as real estate agents? And then what about the clientele that oh, we bring thank in? thank you. Thank you. Yes. How, how does NAR, how does LBAR do something like lifestyle is doing. What did you learn from this this uh, this, this event that event we had was that amazing. You think might be able to help Elbar and the board and and NAR in general of of you know hiring people of color and getting people inclusivity. Interested. Yes, um, what we talked about mainly is just having it be a, an environment that would be welcoming for that. Um, so I don't know if you know Larry Jackson here in Lexington. Um, he runs Synergy um, Gym, um, which is a workout gym place um, but he does something called trap yoga because he said that african-americans have a hard time looking at yoga and seeing themselves and he said with music that sounds like bongs going oh, like trap music dunk. so it's trap music so they play trap <laughs> cool. rap and they do yoga and then he and i have had conversations of in real estate can i go can can you and i go to that oh, shoot, yeah, we, we look can. a little weird girl but. no we'd be looking right in it we'd be, <laughs> we'd be where we're gonna be killing it um but in real estate especially, I look at my clientele, and my clientele is super diverse because I create that environment. Um, and, and you're that way, too. And that's I think what Zillow has a lot to do with that, too, with mine, because I'm a big Zillow agent, and I, I do love it, and I got no shame in the game. <laughs> but I meet people from Africa and, and Nepal, and like all these, cr I have clients right now from Algiers, and they're Oh, God, I love them. And I, where else would I meet these people? That's exactly. So, I mean, in Lexington, we have a diverse population. Um, and then I really believe that each one of our brokerages needs to represent that. So if you're looking online at what the, the agents look like in a certain brokerage and you are a person of color, you're going to want to see that reflected in where you're going to go and take your business. Um, not only because it's, it's supportive of who you look like, but it's also going to make you feel comfortable coming in. And, and I really believe that lifestyle has that not only do we have you know cultural um inclusion we have a whole lot of diversity oh, yeah. racial and um and gender preference too i mean we are we are sexually oriented um very open to everyone and nobody is judged this is a job it's very woke if you guys it is very woke and, <laughs> and i really do give eli so much credit on that um he he's a super generous guy and that generosity spills over into who he hires it's true and eli and, is just the best i <laughs> i cannot I cannot tell you how much of a fan I am of, of Eli. I just adore him. And um, how has how has Eli been an impact on you? And how has being at Lifestyle? Because you you're are you fairly new to Lifestyle? Well, Lifestyle actually was um, under a different name, um, right? And we changed, and we um, oh he told he, we talked all about it. Good, yeah. good. Um, and I'm so proud of him, and so proud of his leadership to taking us there. This is a brand new idea, you know. Even in the name and then the spelling, you know, leaving out our e's. We're, we're in the Bible Belt. Me, Mom, Peepaw doesn't understand that we don't have ease <laughs> in our name. It's very millennial. It's very millennial, and it's very <laughs> it's very um, new and, and engaging and, and exciting. Um, I was with um, two other brokerages before, um, okay. and I've been an agent about six years now. 
Um, I was a nurse for 10 years prior to that, so this is a whole different life. So you got in in 2013? 2012 or 2013 was when I got my license. So the market was still kind of down It was kind of down, and I was a little, I was terrified. I was a single mom at the time. Um, That's the first time I've ever done commission work. Um, And so if you've had a regular paycheck your whole life, it's It's a little scary to go, you know what, if I don't make a, a check this month, if I, I ain't gonna a eat. house. My house is gone. Yeah, my kids don't <laughs> eat. Um, so I actually took on a, a second job, and I worked for Greenhouse Seventeen, which is a domestic violence program. Here a in nonprofit. Lexington. It's fabulous. I worked for them for four years during while I built up my business, um, and I've just recently, in the last two years, let that go um, and and just take and on just, real estate full yeah. time. And once I did that flip, all of you out there who are working two or three jobs, um, it really I know the feeling. I get the feeling. I did of it. I that, did it too. Needing that trickle income. Um, but once you flip the switch and you go all real estate all the time, nobody sees my name or thinks about me without thinking about real estate. And that's what's made my business this last year and even the year before just kind of boom is like now I'm the real estate girl. You know, my attention's not divided. I'm solely there for my clients. I'm gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking this year next year, I'm going to need to build a team because I've gotten to that extent. I've reached my capacity. Um, but yeah. So good. you, um, I do know that recently your husband has came on board with you. Are you guys kind of tag teaming and, and doing this together? Yeah, well, he's um, going to do commercial real estate. Oh. So a whole different animal. And I can't even help him with that. Like that's no, not I my, Sorry, that, that's not my wheelhouse. So yeah, I'm like, you do your thing. I, that personality is so different than mine. And, and I think yours too. Like from what I know of you, it's, it's, it's all about the relationship and loving on people and mm-hmm. commercial people. They don't care. Business. It's about money and dollars and numbers, it fit numbers. and that's it. And and not not necessarily in residential. We got some heavy emotions. And oh, I kind of love yes. it. <laughs> I kind of do love it. I do love it. Um, I work a whole lot with people going through. Um, different life changes like divorces. I get a lot of domestic violence situations. Um, and, and I get that from working with Greenhouse 17 for so long and, and a lot of uh, substance abuse disorders, um, things that are making people change their lifestyle, either having to move out, having to short sale, you know, having to look for someplace else, moving into state to, to escape a perpetrator too. So is your background in nonprofit, before you sold real estate, uh, is that your whole background is just nonprofit work? No, actually, I never had done anything before. My whole <laughs> life kind of changed after a divorce, um, and I, I was a nurse for 10 years. I worked really- Oh, I had no idea. Yes, uh, so I, I That's feel very like giving, though. That's who you are. Like <laughs> This is true. It is true. Um, and I loved being a nurse, but I was stuck in an, in an office or a hospital, you know, eight hours a day. And so I had two little girls at that time. And I was like- And I those need, hours are rough. They're they? rough. They're long. Yeah. And so you can't have a sick day. You can't have a snow day. And so a girlfriend of mine was actually, she was my real estate agent, uh, Polly Fields. I'm going to give you your shout out here. Um, and she actually talked to me and said, you should do real estate. You would do great with it. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I've never been a salesy type person. You know, I am a loving on people, fixing people kind of person. Um, And so getting into real estate was a little bit scary, but it's been the best thing I've ever done. I've got, I'm my own boss, you know, I set my own hours, you know, I'm here in workout clothes, girl. It's true. (laughs) And I love that. I love that. So what does your position, you're not just a, a realtor at Lifestyle, you are also the Director of Career Development. 
What does that mean? Yeah, so I'm basically, um, I help recruit and retain um, agents to our brokerage. Um, Eli brought me on for that because he just kind of reached his capacity of like, I can't be the the great broker I am and CEO and go get people, you know, and and tell them about us. And so I'm a talker by nature. And so he's like, here you go and fetch people. Um, And so it's the easiest job in the world. I just talk about what we do and how we do it at Lifestyle and then um, sign people on and then make sure they're happy. Do you, so Eli and I talked pretty in-depth about this, about how the the United Umbrella was a huge brokerage, and he he was quite, he seemed quite overwhelmed with that, especially with lawsuits. Oh my gosh, I mean, he was very open about, he's like, I spent $40,000 yep. on lawsuits that year, yep. and I had, to, I had to do something different, and I appreciate that. You know, be honest about it. That's what people need to know, but that umbrella was, was huge, and now he had talked about kind of scaling that back and changing and uh, he doesn't so much want to be the biggest broker in town, but he's looking for more quality people. Absolutely. Um, are, how is that? It, what is your opinion on that? I mean, are you looking for that too? Because your your job is to recruit. Yeah. So are you looking for everybody? Or are you looking mm-hmm. for... Not yeah, so much everybody. Not so much everybody. <laughs> not so much everybody. So we actually, um, I, I bring people in for an interview. So it's not just a, hey, you're interested in us. Let's get you signed up. You know, that kind of thing. It's, are you going to match with us? And are we going to match with you? Are we a good benefit for your life? Because lifestyle is about lifestyle. So we want to overarchingly make sure that you're holistically good as an agent, as a person, as a mama, as a sister, as a whatever you are, you know, and, and if our brokerage doesn't mesh with that and fit with that, then we'll help you find someplace else, There's actually. There's another place, yeah. yes. And oh, my gosh, and I know great brokers. Um, so we want to make, make sure that we've got high-quality, you know, n- producing agents, too. We really like um, you to feel satisfied in your career and to do that. It's success, you know. It's it's really hard to feel like you're killing it in real estate um, if you don't have the skill set to do it, if you don't have the classes to do it, if you don't have the education or the support, you know, and then you just feel kind of defeated. And so we want to make sure we bolster up all of our agents, make them feel wonderful overall. We've done yoga classes here at the, yeah. at the brokerage. Um, we've done all these lifestyle kind of overlooking your whole life. How do you reach your goals as as a, a person, not just as a real estate agent? This seems to be a huge trend in the industry. I know in Nashville, it was a huge thing of, you know, we, we don't just want to help you build your career. We want to help you build as a person and a human being yep and that's lifestyle is definitely doing that I mean, absolutely it's true. they were there last night at lighthouse ministry um serving our homeless last night which is fabulous wow. um and, and we want to make did you sh- arrange that uh, a little bit, a little bit. You did. <laughs> it's one of my favorites it's one of my favorites that's, that's the first place i started running was with lighthouse ministry and i got a funny story about that um tay henderson there she's fabulous i'll give her a shout out um she's executive director um they do um feedings every day uh two meals Day. Are they the people that downtown you see them with the trucks and they're giving out sandwiches and stuff? Um, not so much there. They're actually on Elm Tree Lane where the okay. big mural is there. I've uh, seen them there too. I didn't. Yep. I didn't know what it was. You just see these floods of people coming and getting food, and I'm like, you know, I don't know if it's a homeless thing or if it's just like, yeah, hey, is. y'all come and get you a sandwich. <laughs> like, <laughs> it is. It is. And what's funny is a lot of those people may not be necessarily homeless, homeless, not sleeping on the streets, but some of them are, you know, couch surfing kind of thing. Some of them are in. 
um, low income housing that's right next door. Well, there's a a retire. Is it a retirement community mm -hmm. right there? Yeah. And it's for low income. And a lot of those people, you know, they get their checks at the first of the month. By the end of the month, if they've paid for their medication and their rent, they have no money left to eat. And so they They do this every day, every day. And so you can volunteer there. It's very easy to go online, lighthousemistry.com. And they will let you volunteer um, and you just serve a nice meal. And it's called dining with dignity because you actually... They get to sit down and we serve them. It's not a soup line that you walk through. Um, we come and bring their plates. We serve them from trays and then we take up their stuff afterwards, thank them for having a meal with us. And so it feels good. It makes you feel dignified. That's awesome. Yeah. So th- that's one, just another thing lifestyle's doing. Um, and Eli supports, if we bring him an idea, he says, yes, let's do it. Whatever it is, he knows that behind him is a great staff. You know, we have administrative staff that's phenomenal. And then Fred, of course, everybody loves Fred. And, and he's there, you know, every day, all day long. What I love questions. about Fred is that he dressed <laughs> like Eli for Halloween. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty great, actually. I don't know who told him to do that or if he just, like, did that, but... Man, kudos to It to was that. hilarious. <laughs> it was absolutely hilarious. Yeah. And so just the environment around the office is super positive. It always feels good. There's always agents sitting around that we can chat with if we have a problem or a question or just want to bounce an idea off of. So it's a really vibrant um, community there. I want to ask you about downtown then because you are, you're big in that community. Um, I want to talk to you about displacement and yeah. gentrification and what are your thoughts? Does Lexington, does downtown Lexington in particular have a problem with displacement and gentrification? Absolutely. And I think, you know, we still have no affordable housing. That's the problem is, you know, we we don't have anything that um, lower income families can get into and we're just expanding and building larger and larger. And now we're taking the over. The things that we do, they put them in, it's, it's just a, a never ending cycle of just slum, like, you know, over and over they're not they're not nice like if have you ever if you go to louisville and, and go downtown and the Nulu district you can see all the new construction that they have built yeah. in cincinnati and northern kentucky as well they're beautiful and they're low-income housing yeah and that we need that desperately, but we don't want to lose our culture of what Lexington is either. So uh, especially like our East End that's developing so quickly right now. Um, Tanya Torp actually came in um, from Step by Step, which is a nonprofit in Lexington. She's an East Ender, a lifelong East Ender, um, came in and, and we spoke with her and we spoke with um, Anita Franklin, who's a longtime East Ender as well, about that kind of idea of what does that feel like to live there your whole life and now have these people come in and purchase the homes at dirt rock bottom prices because these people, you know, need the money at the time and don't understand what their value of their property really is, you know, and then come in and build these tear it down and just kind of ruin the community. Um, So it's got to be a balance. It's, it has to be a conversation that's ongoing for Lexington to make sure that we do the right thing for the right um, area. Nashville had done this for years. They, they don't have, well, in Louisville, it's very strict on what you can tear down, all that historic, beautiful property. You can't just tear that down. They're no. not going to let you. In Nashville, they do not care. No. Tear it down. We'll build a sixplex. We do not care. But they have, uh, it's over 100 people a day that are moving there. They're running out of land. I mean, so are we. Yeah. Where are we, where are we going to put all these people? Yeah. What is, I mean, what is your... What do you think? I mean, where are we going to put all these people? That's, that's that's what I keep wondering. Is everybody asks a real estate agent, "Where's the next boom going to be? You know, where do I need to build? Where do I need to buy?" Um, 
And I really feel like we're pushing our boundary line so much and we're trying to protect our green space and our farms. Um, and, and I really feel like if, if you guys are looking for some place to buy, Winchester, I think, is going to be our next big place. It's going to be like the Nicholasville was right over the county line. It boomed into these $800,000 homes. Still. It's affordable. Um, the land's still affordable. It's still plentiful out there. Yes. Um, and I really feel like if, if, if you're looking to pop over the county line to buy someplace, I think it's Winchester's going to be the next It's 30 minutes away. One. It is. Yeah. Right um, there, Hamburg, yeah. the I-75 corridor i mean there's there's a really hot spot there that's uh, you can watch it right now they're building like crazy well even that whole hamburg around that area close to winchester on that line i mean they're they're still building out in the home place they're still building out there so you know but it's not affordable it's not affordable building yeah it's still i think when i think affordable housing and affordable new construction i think of davis park yes yes Um, yes I know you know, girl, um, Davis <laughs> Park and and what they're doing. Those are beautiful they're homes. They're beautiful homes, and they and are they're affordable. 130, something yep. like that. You have to be at a certain income level to even buy them. It's very hard to buy them. But then I think about Shopshire and yeah. is it Elm Tree over there yeah. and, and Fifth Street and all that. Like, that was before I ever lived here, but they had torn all that down and built these beautiful new homes. It is still beautiful back there. Absolutely. Um, Phil Holbeck, um, who's a developer here in Lexington, he is actually the one developing on that um, kind of triangular corner um, where that building is. And it, I'm trying to think. It's going to be the grocery. It's mid Midland. Yep. And Midland and um, I forget the third? other street. A third. Yes. Yeah. Midland and third. And he's going to actually use um, local um, business people and put them in the bottom half of that building. So DV8 Kitchen is going to be in there. I had no idea. Yeah. And so he's really trying trying and, and his his group is really trying to keep the the feel of the community but bring in some income and try to um, revive a little bit. I had no idea. Yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. There's going to be a barber shop in there. It's going to be all local folks from that area, which is going to be amazing. Yeah. That's cool. That's <laughs> cool. Maybe your husband can be involved in, in future, absolutely, you know, absolutely. future stuff. <laughs> So um, let's talk about why you chose uh, Lifestyle. I mean, it, it yeah. wasn't Lifestyle and when you came. It yeah. was United, but it was Eli. Yes, it was. Um, why did you choose Why did you choose that brokerage? It's funny. Eli tried recruiting me for three years. Like for three years, he was on me and just kept me kind of on the side and like, hey, how's it going with your stuff? When it came down to it, it's it's it was a numbers game for me. I mean, I had a good feeling about Eli. I liked the idea of of the people that were already there. I liked lots of the agents that were already with him, and I trusted their their instinct. Um, but when it came down to it, we have the lowest cap available. We have absolutely some of the best tiers of pricing you can get. And when it when it came down to the bottom numbers, I looked at what I paid out in commissions to my then brokerage, um, and I said, "What are they doing for me for that?" What am I getting truly? I'm marketing myself quite a bit. I'm doing my own hustling. You know, am I paying somebody incredible amounts of money um, just to hold my license? And so when Eli's like, look, I'll, I'll do that for you at this price and you'll get all this other stuff. So now I've got this amazing website. And if you guys go on there, it looks so cool. And my pictures look great. And it's bright and colorful. Uh, KV Core now. KV Core oh. is fabulous. I mean, I am getting leads every day off of 
little posts that I do and I'm getting tons of business off of it, which is amazing. Crazy. It does its own thing. Like I am not tech savvy. I'm like, not that girl. I'm not either. <laughs> like, Don't Arr. be fooled by this podcast. I just push a button. I, I, that's about, that's <laughs> me. I'm like, I can work my phone and I can get on my computer and that's about it. I um, can talk up a storm. Here, here you go. Here you go. But, but KV Core was, uh, Eli brought that to us and said, this is going to work better for your business. Um, and it actually, it's um, behavioral um, automated. And so it, it, knows when my people are looking at a certain house a certain number of times they've been on 11 p.m they looked on it two, you know two in the afternoon it sends me a text and it sends them a text hey this is liz saw you were looking it's not really me it's the automated thing but it actually works and they go oh yeah liz i was looking at this house three times i might want to go see that this weekend where i would have never known that otherwise i would have never been able to keep track of all my clients and what they're doing at what time and and this does it. It sends out automatic emails of just checking in with you and I get all kinds of business off of it. It's fabulous. Are you right now in your career, because you've been doing this for six years, are you working more buyers or sellers right now? I'm more listing. I'm more I'm more sellers and I'm actually transitioning hopefully this next year um, to have a couple buyers agents underneath. So you just want to work listings. I would love that because you know and I love buyers. I do and it's kind of a fun experience to walk that with them. But it's time consuming. It's Shannon Malone and I just taught a class on this. Um, for every single listing that you have, it's the equivalent of having like nine or ten buyers, and you show them fifty houses, and then they change their mind and they went to rent, or you know, or they they buy a house that's great, but you've spent six months trying to work them to that. I get a listing. I know it's going to sell. I sell on an average of eleven days on the market. Um, L bar's average is forty four. I'm eleven. I will sell it. I will price it right. I will get that thing done. And I guarantee they're probably going to have to buy another house. So even if I have a listing, I probably have another deal on the other side of that. So do you know? I wanted to tell you. I forgot to tell you this when I when I when you first sat down. So um, I have had two people that I've came across in with it, since I've been in Lexington that I, I talked to them about real estate and I'm talking about unrelated real estate people. Both of them were like, do you know Liz? <laughs> One of them was my dental hygienist. Oh, that's hilarious. At Lee's Town Dental. She, oh, plays, she plays the fiddle. Oh. And when I first started going there five years ago, I was like, yeah, I'm, I sell real estate. I'm a, I was on a team at the time, and yeah. she's like, oh, do you know Liz Hodge? She, I bet it's Leanne Dunn. Was it, it Leanne Dunn? It is. <laughs> Leanne, oh, my God, I'm going to have to send you a message. <laughs> and she, uh, this is five years ago, and I always, I remembered your name. I yeah. remembered. She's like, you, if you ever meet Liz, she's like, that woman is on more organizations <laughs> and gives and gives and gives than anybody else. And then another one I came across that just a, maybe a month ago, I have a house coming on Martin Luther King. Yeah. Eventually, and I go in, and I didn't think anybody was going to be there, and I barge in, and this tile guy is there, oh. and he is a custom, beautiful tile work, and he was like, Simone, yeah, yes, Simone, yes, and he's like, I just did this house over in Sheridan, Sheridan, yeah, uh, behind and Southland. he's like, this this little lady just sold it real quick for us, and I was like, little lady, she's like six <laughs> feet tall. I've never called little. That's little the last lady. thing I've ever called for sure, and I'm not usually called lady either, but. <laughs> I always joke that I love I'm, that about you. I'm, I'm kind of butch, but <laughs> but yeah. So um, yeah, Simone is fantastic. They did a flip home. It started out as a flip, and it ended up being an investment property. I mean, they put a lot of time and money oh, and effort into it. He blew the roof off of that thing, literally, literally. I mean, yeah. and, and it was a three hundred fifty thousand dollar three bedroom, two bath house. Uh, you know, and I'm like, how do I sell this? You know. 
finding comps for that and getting them yes. the price they wanted. And, and we sold it once and the deal fell through. I had to sell it a second time. Um, and I actually did. We, we got that thing sold and closed and, and fabulously done. Yeah. And off of them, they've given me two other referrals. I was going to ask you where, where does your business come from? I am a referrals only business and Jim Moore teaches a class on that. Um, I only want to work with people that I like. And but in know the like beginning, that. six mm-hmm. years ago, how did you get business then? Then um, it was socializing. Really, I was networking a whole lot. I'd make sure that everywhere I went, I had my name badge on. I handed out a business card. Before I left a room, people knew I was in real estate. Um, And I really think that that kind of built it. And then you do one or two good deals, really good, honest, and and you kill it on it. Those people will never stop singing your praises and keep in contact with them. And then that just brings them back around. Um, I I really love that right now I, I... I only have to work my referrals. I don't, I, I've never bought a lead ever. Um, I've never worked on a team ever. Um, and, and this year I really feel like, you know, I'm going to be able to produce my own team from just my referrals, just for me. Get That's my face amazing. Out there. So yeah. It's how do you, awesome. how do you keep it all organized? How do you balance <laughs> all this? Well, luckily, um, this last year was my tipping point on that too. I was like, I've got umpteen like, manila envelopes. <laughs> like, like I was like the nutty professor. I mean, I had so much stuff going on and I had like 15 deals and there was paperwork everywhere. And I was like, Oh God, I'm going to forget something. I wouldn't sleep at night. I was so worried. So this last year I hired, um, a transaction coordinator, Amy Ward, um, and she does all of my organization. I just hand her things, and she does it. Um, and and through lifestyle, the way that Eli's created this business, it's a contract to close business. Um, I'm able to charge that to my clients, so I charge them a little fee that Amy gets, um, and I am charged nothing, and I don't have to mess with any of my paperwork, which is fabulous. So when you do build this team, mm-hmm. are you looking to hire an assistant for your team, or will you continue to use Amy? I'll continue to use Amy, and she'll be available to my team. And that's one of the things I want to offer. Um, the so other instead th- of having to pay that salary, Eli is, is pretty much providing that He's for you. He's providing that. And all we do is a transaction fee for her to do each transaction. I, I have a little form for my clients and I say, hey, for $169, you know, all your paperwork will be super organized and done. And you really want this because I'm not the super organized. <laughs> you don't want it you to don't be me. want me to do this. <laughs> um, I will sell the hell out of your house, but I do not need to keep up with your paperwork. Have you ever taken the DISC profile? I have, yes. What are are you, Liz? Oh, God. I forget what the the different ones are, but I'm like a high extrovert. You're the the I. Yeah, I'm a high I. Um, I'm also a driver, too. I'm a big-time driver. That's Um, the D. Yeah, and I'm I'm a... pusher. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a super empath and a super fixer of people and, and a nurturer by nature. And so if you, let's say you have a friend that comes to you and says, you know, Liz, I've been thinking about getting my real estate license. What do you yep. tell that person? Oh my gosh. So I get people call me all the time about their kids getting ready to start real estate or what do you think, Liz? And it is the best business to get into if you are a self-driven person. Um, I will say if you operate best with having somebody tell you what to do and be in a cubicle, this may not be the job for you. And I'll, I'll certainly tell people that, but if you are at all have gumption and drive and some grit to you, um, and you love to achieve and you're a little competitive, this is the perfect job for you. Um, you do need to do some things about 85% of real estate agents are emotional run by emotions. We're not super good about keeping track of money of our own. We're not super good about opposite I I am the high C are on you? that with which is detail I'm very detail oriented 
Paperwork is literally nothing to me, and I think the I'm an ENTJ. Oh yes, on the, yeah. So I I'm not the emotion, not know, the normal the, yeah, agent, no. which is good too. We need balance, um, but since we are so emotional, we also have to keep track of things like taxes and and insurance and all these little you things. You got to pay somebody dearly to do that. Yes, <laughs> so that's one of the things I'm looking at. You know, in Eli recreating what brokerage looks like, I want to recreate what a team looks like. Um, so I would really like to offer anyone on my team, uh, maybe a 401k, help them for retirement, maybe, and their insurance is taken care of. Maybe it's taken care of like you have a regular eight to five job, all your insurance taxes, everything's done for you. And you just work your, you, you just work your job and that's it. So what kind of person are you looking for to come onto Liz's team? Ah. Or do you have a name for your team? Or? Not yet. And so this is just kind of getting fleshed out in the You're next month thinking. or so. It's yeah, going through your so, brain. But what kind, you probably already know if you yeah. could build that buyer's agent or team member what kind of person are you looking for? Absolutely. I would need a go-getter like me. I absolutely respect that in somebody. Um, and I need somebody that's a little bit teachable. You know, if you've been doing this for 25 years your own way, you're not going to want to hear how I want to do it. Um, and what I really want to do, my clients hire me for me. Well, like most agents, they hire you because it's your personality and who you are and they respect that. So I need somebody who's going to be able to be a, another version of me in a way, you know. Um, don't expect anybody to go with the 90 miles an hour that I go. That's nuts. Um, but but I do, I, I will need somebody that's high energy. Um, and Have you ever thought about trying to recruit and look for people in the service industry, maybe a social worker or that'd be fabulous. Uh, someone yeah. that's working nonprofits like 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 you love. Absolutely. Um, and I would love to have, you know, an agent who specializes like kind of like I do, but in a niche kind of quiet way, you know, in maybe domestic violence situations, maybe, um, addiction recovery, that sort of thing. People who are struggling in life, who have struggled in life, they understand that. And they say, okay, I've got a lender who can help you with that. You know, that bad credit, we can help with that. You know, I also know what it's like to not have anything. So we're going to, we're going to help you build this back up. And then we're going to go ahead and, uh, find you a home. And this is a full service experience. <laughs> We're going to see. We'll see. We're, we're <laughs> no, creating this it. on this podcast right I'm, now. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into it. Um, what advice would you give to to a brand new realtor? Because you're, you're bringing these people in. You're probably a huge part of their life and their growth. And you're not just bringing these people in and letting them go. I mean, you, you stay with these people. Yeah, yeah. What advice are you giving these new agents that come, that come to Lifestyle? Really get a mentor. Get somebody that you really respect in the business and, and stay under their wing I would wing love to offer while. my services at half price. <laughs> I, I love um, it. This I love is, it. This, <laughs> I've been talking about this a lot to other people. I recently heard of, a, of another agent at another, a, a huge company that she, she is a, a coach. And uh, I didn't talk to her personally, but I talked to people that, that use her and, yeah. and they pay a thousand dollars or $1,500 a month. What? And she has 15 clients. That's $15,000 a month. And I was like, Tiffany, you know, I will do this for the rock I'm bottom like, price of $7,000. <laughs> I will do it for 500. I will call you. I would, I would love to call you in the evening. This is what they do. They call you and I'm, I'm not dogging yeah, on coaches. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, a yeah. mentor is a huge thing. It's, it's a yeah. wonderful thing, but I'm going to give a shout out right now to Ricky Caruth, zero to diamond. It's free. It's free coaching. <laughs> and this dude's a killer. He sells a hundred something homes. Oh my in gosh. 
in like Alabama. He's a killer. But um, so I, what they do is you get up in the morning and let's say I've time blocked two hours of cold calling, yeah. which I do cold call. I don't do it very well because um, <laughs> I, I, I'm a scatterbrain. I'm kind of a yeah. space cadet sometimes, but, but I need to. And I know, I know that I need to time block for a couple hours Absolutely. to do this, but I don't always do that. <laughs> and if I had a coach for $1,000 a month, they would call me and be like, why, why didn't, didn't you? you do it? Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I just, I didn't have time. I'm, I'm sick. I have the flu. And they were just pardon me this, but they are just going <laughs> to shit on me for like an yeah. hour on the phone and be like, you are the worst human being. You're a sorry excuse for a human. How dare you did not make your calls. And I'm like, I would love to do that. <laughs> if someone wants to pay me 500 bucks, I'll do it for half. I will call you, you in the evening and I will just shit on you for not, for not making your calls. I promise I will not shit on anybody <laughs> on my team. I will not. Um, yeah, I, I think I get, I totally get a push, like yeah. accountability partners and things like that. But that is how it was, it was almost explained to me. It's like, they call me and they make me feel about two foot tall, like in that. I didn't, I didn't do what I needed to do today. And I'm like, you know, sometimes things nah. just happen. Like Amen. I'm not, some days my mentality, I'm not in the mental headspace to be cold calling a stranger yeah. for them to be mean to me that day. Today's my birthday, man. I don't want, I don't want to do it today. <laughs> I totally get that. Totally. Yes. And, and, and I, that's a hard push. That's a hard Liz push. Liz and I are offering our services yes. for half price. And we'll be gentle and we'll tell you you're good people and we love you. Good night. <laughs> if you pay us. No. If you pay me. <laughs> Yeah. I tell you, you're awesome. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. So let's <laughs> moving along. <laughs> let's talk about the industry and and the perception of realtors and how we need to move past this. We need to change this. You know, NAR put out a big initiative of it's who we are. We don't just open a door for you. And how do we how do we change this image? Well, how do we get away from this? Well, I think um and. Not to tote any more on Eli, but that's kind of what he's do it, al- girl. That's kind of what he's allowed us to do. So my business card, all of my signs of marketing, I'm in jeans and a t-shirt and cowboy boots. That's what I'm in for my marketing. So I mean, that's me, and I think that's, that's who you are. What we have to do is take down the gold lame backgrounds from our, you know, be real, you know, be who we really are because that's that's going to be relatable, and somebody's going to hire you because you're relatable and you're understandable. They ain't hiring you because you're driving a white Lexus, absolutely, or because you got some kind of of something that you're, you know, you, you, it's you. So I think that would help to destigmatize what realtors are. Um, then I think we are all actually in people's homes and in their lives more than anybody else. We see it's their true. financial situations that most people don't see. We see how their spouses talk to them, how their kids are reacting. Which sometimes it ain't good. Sometimes it's not good. And so, you know, <laughs> and I think, you know, re, re, Vitalizing that image of what real estate agents are. We're also therapists. You know, we're also... We're a handyman. We're a handyman. We're, we're cleaners. Uh, oh, Lord, we hold your hand. We pat we you hide, when you cry. We hide your weed for our pictures. <laughs> we might do that. I've done it. I picked up underwear with tongs, pizza oh. tongs before. So I'm like, get that off the floor. My yes. photographer is Alex Herring, and I have made... I have put him through <laughs> it. I've been using him for five years now, I think, and... He's great. One time great. he shot a house for me and I couldn't get them. I They were one of the only people I've ever fired and I couldn't get them to clean litter. Oh. And you know a dirty oh, litter box. Nasty. No, it was, yeah. Oh, bad. and he was, I'm, 
<laughs> I put him through it. Yes. Well, we do that with our, and we've got our close people that we work with. So our photographers, our appraisers, our lenders, the people that we really, you know, have worked with for years and trust. That's, that's huge. And that's one of the things that we as real estate agents offer our clients is, you know, they are getting ready to embark on a world that they've never been in. We do this every day, but our clients, this may be the largest purchase of their lifetime and they are trusting us. And so to redo that image of what a realtor is, you know, just being super honest in your deals, have a, have a whole lot of honest conversations, educate our clients. I make sure I have buyer's orientations and a seller's orientation. That's at least an hour and a half long. I mean, we sit down and we go through the process um, and I make sure that they feel empowered in their, in their choices. I can make choices for them. I can be like, this is good and that's bad. You're going to buy this house. Yeah, but they don't <laughs> feel like the hero in their story. And that's why I went from, I was hashtagging everything sold by Liz. Um, now I'm sold with Liz. And I talked to a I guy like who's, that. yeah, Patrick Drury is a storyteller here in Lexington. And he talks about how branding ourselves and marketing ourselves, um, not as the hero in our story, but as our clients as the hero. Um, so they bought or sold this house. We didn't do that. We were just there to help them and advise them and to be their advocate. And if they think about us that way, they'll keep coming back to us over and over again because we had a good feeling with them. It wasn't a, an unempowered decision where they felt railroaded by their agent. Um, with my clients, they feel like I'm their friend and their their advocate. They call me and say, what should I do? And I say, here's our options. I would advise you to do this, but let's get a little bit more education on it for you so you make the right choice. Well, I think that goes a, a lot back to your your passion and, and that you, you work with a lot of nonprofit and, and just loving on people and helping people and making people better. Absolutely. I we, think that goes a lot back to your background. Absolutely. We had a situation this last week, and I'm not going to give too many shout outs because I don't want to do it. Um, yeah, but uh, my stager that I use for a lot of my houses. Um, We're I, not sponsored, but we want to be. We, we want to <laughs> have NASCAR on our backs here. We want like <laughs> Old Spice written up our legs. We're good. Um, I see that Kroger water. We're not sponsored. But we want to be. But we want to be. Yeah. So I had a situation this last week. A girlfriend of mine from high school called me and she said she had a friend of hers that was coming in from out of state, fleeing a domestic violence situation with her three uh, teenage kids. They had about $30 for their names. They had oh only gosh. the clothes on their back and some pillows and blankets. They got an apartment, um, but she was unable to provide anything for the apartment. So they're sleeping on the floor. So I did a Facebook shout out like I usually do. Can anybody pro help provide mattresses? Well, people are like, yeah, I got mattresses. My stager came in and she actually got provided an entire home household full of furniture donated by her furniture store that she works oh with. Oh my gosh. Down Who's to your stager? The, to the, I, she won't let me tell her name. I'm oh. going to. She told me not to. Otherwise I would. Oh, I, I may she, I may post something on your thing later. She's not like a big out there. She's she she doesn't want she doesn't want accolades, which I respect so much I for this. Get that. But um, she went right down to the bath towels and toothbrushes. They had a kitchen cabinet an angel. stocked with food. Wildcat moving, I can give them a shout out. Wildcat moving with uh, Raleigh Bruner um, and Meredith Turk. If you don't use them, use them, everybody. They're they give fabulous. us a discount too. They Did give us a huge that? discount. They yeah. um, donated two hours of moving for this lady too. So they brought moving trucks and their guys and moved her into this apartment and she got her a Christmas tree and ornaments and everything like. This woman's life has changed. The trajectory of her life has changed because she was in tears. You know, her whole world's been And that changed. all started with you? That uh, with that all started with a girlfriend of mine who knows that I work in this world. And she's like, you know, Man. I know the domestic violence Imagine world. if they, someday they'll buy a house. They're going oh to yeah. be out of this. They're going to come to Liz and they're going to tell all their friends. Like, 
she was not only a realtor for me, but she was an angel, and so was her people, and they changed my life. And, you know, that's not the reason we do things like this, but but I got to tell you. you well, know, no, if, you didn't if you put, put all that good, all over Facebook. Yeah, but if you put good out there, I really think good comes back to you. So as much good as you can do in the world, be an agent out there that's doing good. I guarantee the universe will bring you back good things from that, whether it's more business, whether it's more um, referrals, whatever it is, or just surrounding you with great other agents. You know, you keep doing good, putting out positive vibes. It's going to come on back. If I volunteer my time and I don't put it on Facebook, did it ever happen? <laughs> that is very true. You and I advertise a lot of mine because I, I want the agencies don't. I bet there's a but... lot that you do that you don't tell anybody Oh, yeah, yeah, about. yeah, there is. My husband's like, please do not volunteer to save one more llama. How many or dogs do you got, Liz? Knit onesies <laughs> for poor homeless sheep or anything. Yes. He's like, you know, I mean, and the pygmies in New Guinea. Yeah, I can't. Well, I actually, I'm, I'm just getting ready to finish up doing something else, but um, I'm, I'm getting my book published, so I wrote a book. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, Let's talk about it. <laughs> I wrote, so my husband's like, nothing else, you're done. I was like, How long it. did it take you to do this? A little over a year. Um, so I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a poet, and so I write poetry, um, and I write badass women poetry. Oh, God, you should like, see my face right now. I am like... I had no idea. This is so cool. It is. It is pretty awesome. So um, a girlfriend of mine, a longtime, lifetime friend of mine, challenged me, and she said, I dare you to take all this poetry that you've been writing and just putting out there and just kind of hanging, put it together and make a book, Liz. Do it. You, you, it's a bucket list thing. And I was like, damn, I don't have time. I'm selling real estate like crazy. I'm running a nonprofit. I'm doing all this oh other stuff. Oh, my God. And now so you're going to write. You're writing for, a book. I wrote a book. So 52 weeks, I got 50-something poems. Um, they are put together. Um, I got a graphic design artist out of Eastern Kentucky uh, University. Oh, Her that. name is Jessica Holly. I just put out on Facebook some of my poems, and I said, I would love to have a visual artist to match up with me. And I had so many people send me beautiful watercolors and all these things. And it's a good old Eastern Kentucky. And, she, and she's <laughs> she's a student, and she's fabulous. She's she's actually done all the, the illustrations in it. It's called Poetry Tattoos, um, and it's, yeah, badass and beautiful ink scarred hearts. When's it come and, out? Uh, next month. And so, yeah. Is uh, it going to be like a real, like a book? A or It's a hardbound book. Oh, yeah. I love and, that. And her front of it is a huge tattoo that's really beautiful that wraps around the whole cover. Um, I'm not into, art. like, online. I don't want to listen. No, I, I want a book. I, I want to read it. I want to sniff it. it. I'm a book sniffer. <laughs> I am, too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and so it'll come out next month. Um, I'm super excited about that. Um, and so, so many good things are happening in my life right now. It's just, it's really amazing. And you I, are living the dream, Liz. I, I pretty much you're, am. <laughs> you're living the dream. But it took you, I'm sure it took you hard work and a lot of great grit to oh, get here. Yeah, I mean, I went through my, my, gosh, I've been married three times. It's my third husband. I love him dearly. Um, but through two divorces, it really, as a woman, it takes everything out of you. I mean, you're left with hardly nothing and you start over from scratch, um, back in, you know, in an apartment and back on the, on a mattress and, you know, you're doing all the things from the rock bottom. I don't have a college education. Um, you know, I've got a two year degree for nursing. I don't have a four year or a master's or anything crazy. Like some people have, I don't have a silver spoon family either. I've got the a nerve. Oh God. Yeah. I don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't stick the silver spoon in my mouth. They should have, um, nerve. No. Yeah. So, I mean, I've, I'm, super grassroots. I mean, there's there's nobody that's pulled themselves up from their bootstraps more than me. Um, and, and and I love where I am. Karen Dupree and I talked about, um, I love her. Oh my gosh. We've done some good deals together. Oh, she's I awesome. love her. She's, she's just a treasure. We're lucky to have, like, 
just being in the same planet and the same time frame as someone like Karen and all these fantastic people. Sheridan came on, and uh, Sheridan Fabulous. has a similar story to you. Um, he wasn't. He came from that, and yep. and uh, you know, uh, bounced back from it, and now he he has homes that for men that are recovering and, and going through it, and oh, I just. <laughs> It just warms my soul. Like It's pretty are- amazing. I love that you're doing this podcast because this is true. I, I get introduced to agents all the time that we do deals with. We know nothing about them. I know them. nothing. I, I'm on the other side of the deal. We may we text a bunch. We may phone call some, and we see each other at the closing table. Yeah. You know, and, and I never really get into their lives. Um, Karen let me in immediately from our transaction. You know, we talked about her addiction recovery. We talked about... Um, she you know, has... She's lived a tough life. She's and, lived a tough life, and she's done yeah. amazing, too. And, and so... Th- I know her better from that. And so, you know, it just makes my world better to know these people on a different level. So you doing this is I just uh, I just went to a lunch and learn at L Bar and it was they were talking to uh, top producers at the at the table and we were supposed to ask questions. They only let us ask like two questions. Oh dang. But um they it was uh I, I wanted to stand up and be like, if you wanna know you know, I was like, I want to invite all of you panelists to my podcast, and if, <laughs> if new agents are out there listening, and they want to know how to sell real estate, and and how to behave like, you know, with like a stand-up human being in yep. a world full of flakes, yep. like, you know, listen, <laughs> I'm, but I'm doing this for fun, like, I just, I just thought it would be awesome, I, I kept inviting people to lunch, yep. At Michelle Gunther was one of them. I was I like, you know, too. I have never met you before, and I, I see what you're doing, and I think you're cool, and I just really want to meet you. And I, t- I took her to sushi one one evening for dinner. And yeah. Tawanda was another one. Oh, my I was gosh, like, I just want to know you. They are fabulous ladies. And I'm like, maybe I'm not alone with, like, I see how cool they are, and maybe other people out there want to listen and, and be like, you know, I want to know who Tawanda is. Yeah, everybody wants to know who Tawanda you is. Should. There's <laughs> There's nobody who does it. She is a badass. God, everybody should want to know Tawanda. And there's so many agents like that. We've got 3,800 agents at Elbar. You know, and when you think about that's a lot, but it's also not a lot. We're a little small community, kind of. And, you know, we run into each other over and over again. If you are selling, Mm -hmm. I'm going to come across you. Liz is going to come across you. And you better be nice. You better be nice because I'm six feet tall and mean, but no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm writing poetry. That's right. I'm a mean writing poet i'm a i'm a mean ass poet <laughs> that's exactly right girl so um let's talk more about about the industry and what it looks like and um i have talked a lot about um uh how to stop just anybody from getting their real estate license because it's yep. pretty easy yep and this might may or may not be a problem in our industry that just anyone's allowed to come in and and the floodgates are open and it takes you a couple weeks i saw a group on once for get your real are estate you license to group on i was like hot damn i could i could have saved myself thousands. a ton of money that way <laughs> but how do we is this a problem Yes. You think? I mean, and you're doing recruiting, so yeah. you you see it probably more than I do of new people coming in. You know, I don't think new people coming in is always a bad thing. My um, two cents on fixing it is I don't think you will. Yeah. I, I think I, I've heard a lot of people, which kind of bothered me, that we need to make it more expensive. 
Yeah, not expensive. And I I'm disagree like, with that. You I, know, that, that people is like not me and you, inclusive. we may not have been able to get our license. Absolutely. It's if, already incredibly it was, expensive to L-bar dues. Right? And I mean, I tell people, set aside about $5,000 to become a real estate agent. That's minimum of yeah. what it's going to be the startup. Um, and, and I think the problem is is, is education and, um, and, and, and support of our new agents. Um, I had a new agent that I ran into out of a small town that I just tried to do a deal with, and she killed the deal. Absolutely killed it. And it's not even really her fault, even though I was trying to help coach her along through it. Um, She just doesn't have the education and the support of a broker behind her to know what to do. It's kind of like nursing license. You get your nursing license, and then you go learn to be a nurse after you get out. Um, We really need more education and more support, and I think almost training wheels maybe, Um, like a permit. You should have like a driver's permit, um, something six months that you can make some money while doing it. maybe you work under a mentor. You work under somebody for six months, and they check off everything and they make sure that you're doing it all I've never, and then, I've never heard of that before, but... Um, it's is, an idea. Isn't there a company kind of doing that? Yes. <laughs> yes, a training wheels company, yes. Isn't there someone... I, I recently learned about this. So if you are a new agent and you want to come to Lifestyle Real Estate... Instead of paying, look, everybody's got to pay their dues. It's a, uh, uh, whether it's a 30 or an 80-30 split or whatever, uh, or 80-20, whatever. Yeah. Sorry, math. You're good. (laughs) Math, math brains. (laughs) Whatever your split, you know, that 20%, that 30% goes to, you know, uh, Oz in the sky. And you're like, whoa, goodbye. Mm -hmm. Goodbye, money. Yes. And where does it go to? Well, at Lifestyle, if you are a new agent and you're paying your 25%, you get a mentor. That's exactly right. For what, four deals? Four deals, two buys and two sales. So you get a good balance, you feel good, and then that's taken and off. And your money is going to work for you. Absolutely. And then that changes, then your split changes. So then you can go to a tiered plan with us. And that way you're not constantly paying 20, 30%. You're going to be paying it anyway. You'd, you might as well get something for it. Yeah. And then, you know, after those four deals, then you can move to one of our tiers. And we've got such great uh, levels that you can go to. So depending on what kind of agent you are starting out, how many deals are you going to be doing as to whether this deal or that deal is worth it for you. Um, and we'll talk it all out, of course. But, you know, really education, I think, and support is what our new agents need because they're new, just like we were once. Right. You know? it, it's a, I, I've, I've heard a lot about, they need to take more classes. And, you know, I just don't, sitting in a classroom, I took, a, I took everything online when I got my license. It didn't teach me how to love on people yeah. and how to know the business. But, you know, if I would have... Set it under Candy Lane for for two months. I might have. Yes, I talk about her every podcast. I try to I try to talk about her every podcast because I just love her so much. I love her. She she is truly a gem to our industry. I had to I had to get it in somehow today. Oh my God, good, 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 good. She's fantastic. (laughs) She's fantastic. And and I mean, and she's one of those people that you think of as integrity. You think of her upholding the professionalism of our of our industry. That's huge. Um, you know, and 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 I respect that so much and so when I have problems you know or situations that I'm like ah, I don't know and I call Eli and, and I get his advice and I'm like I want somebody else's I call one of our agents that's been around and doing this for 20 30 Agent years. relationships are yes. very important and I have for years I had talked to people that uh, well I, I had a, a friend that was like you know why do I why do I want to come to I think I was still on a birthday party or something. I yeah. was inviting all these agents, and she's like, "Why do I want to? Why are you going to do that? Like, they're just competition." I'm like, "No, they're my friends. Like, 
Yes. There's enough pie to go around, oh, I think. We just did a class. John Black did an amazing class. If you don't know John Black, you ought to have him on here. He's a fantastic agent. Young, um, go-getter. He's at the brokerage? He's at the brokerage. Um, yeah. He's he's fabulous. But he did um, a social media class. But in it, he talked about a rising tide. He came to all, Lifestyle and did yeah, the um, he, uh, he actually did it at the brokerage and invited all agents. I love it. And we all came in. And we looked across the room, and it was a huge variety of people who just like him you know they they like who he is and what he does and so we're there to learn from him not necessarily who cares what building we're in I'm coming for you John and you oh she's coming for you <laughs> and I'm coming for you for lifestyle by the way um, <laughs> yeah so and it, but he said a rising tide lifts all ships so that's the idea is you know if we do good you know and help all all the agents will do good spread the knowledge around there is enough pie for everybody I mean the network that I have is only going to touch about three percent of the network that you have so even if I do the same things Man. Follow me on social media and replicate what I do. I don't care. No, I'd be we don't happy care. for you to do that. You know, I'd be I'd be honored for you to do that. I have a scientific method for my social media that works. You know, I've got five thousand friends on my personal page. I've got five thousand friends on my business page. This is where my business comes from. Um, and 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 if you watch how I do it. Feel free to do it just like me, too. You know, learn. Give me a call. I'll I, tell you. Uh, Karen told me something that I had never thought about before. And she, because I, I, it was very intimidating to talk to these big producers because, you know, I'm just an old hillbilly. <laughs> like, I drive a big old Jeep. I'm from Eastern Kentucky. I was not supposed to do any of anything like this. <laughs> and she um, she was like, I'll be honest with you. She said the, the biggest agents are the most giving people. They are. They will tell you every little detail you want to know about their life, how they run their business, what they do, how they got started. And I was like... You know, you're kind of right. It's exactly if you right. Are, if you are holding that tight and you're not helping other people, shame on you. Yeah, you're just cutting <laughs> off the flow of good vibes. I mean, you're just cutting it off and, and you're you're removing what could be coming to you. So I'm always like, I will help you. I will teach you. I will mentor you. I will do whatever you need me to do. You know, and, and agents and I, right now, I don't have a team. So, you know, any agent that comes along and asks for my help, I don't get anything from that. I just... Yeah. I help them be a better agent. So here's my last question, yes, Liz. You are a very passionate person. Yes. I know you got a lot of love and heart for a not, you know, nonprofits <laughs> everybody. And, and everybody. <laughs> but uh, what makes you passionate about this, about real estate? And because uh, you're not just selling, what makes you passionate about that? And what makes you passionate about being the new director of career development? Oh, yeah. So I, I'm passionate about real estate because it is just helping people. When you get down to it, it's a belly-to-belly -belly business. I don't care how much technology you throw at people. It will always be one of those things when they are interacting with this large amount of money they've saved for their lifetime, they want another human being there holding their hand and walking them through it. Um, so I get to do that. I get honored. I get first-time homebuyers. I get people retiring and changing their life's chapters, and I'm a small portion of that for a little while and that's a beautiful thing um and then and and being with lifestyle you know the director of career development there that's that's my job is to help keep agents happy you know overall you know if something else is going on in your life you, you can't make your rent payment this month or something come to me you've got an addiction problem you know there are agents that yeah. that have these problems we are human beings all of us have stumbles and struggles um I'm there to help be the other side of Eli I'm there to be the emotional huggy one and I'm there to help make sure that all of our agents get the education they need and the support that they need so that they can be the best they can be you know I went to this lunch and learn uh, when you said that and Michael Prather was there he was one of the top producers and he they were asking him them the the thing that they're most proud of and you know what he said he said you know I'm a year and a half sober 
That's amazing. And what? I was like, man, Michael Shout Piper. Shout out, like, brother. I didn't know. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. I but love it. I was like, man, of all That's the things, huge. of all the things that that man could have said, because they are selling the hell out of some real yeah, estate. Yeah, absolutely. Huge team. Absolutely. And he's like, you know, I'm proud to set up here and say I'm a year and a half sober. And that's how I think we remove that stigma of what realtors are. We're not just, you know, we shouldn't be just uh, white Lexus, white Mercedes, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm selling luxury. You know, I'm I'm not that person. I'm not that person either. My clientele aren't that person. No, they're not. (laughs) As much as I'd love to sell you a million dollar house, but... That's you know, not my sphere of influence. My sphere of influence is more like the Ritz crackers and squeeze out cheese kind of people. And that's, that's, that's where I make my bread and I, butter. I love to say, like, I, I really feel like my business, I sell a lot of homes to people that got no business buying homes. Mm-hmm. It's just like me. It's That's what I always felt like. It's like, I got no business selling <laughs> real estate. Like, But here I am, here and we're, we're doing it. Liz, thank you so much. That is that is the show. Woo-woo, we did it. You are definitely <laughs> part of this wokerage. You are a woke person, my friend. Woke, woke, I love it. I'm going to be hashtag woke all day. Yes. <laughs> hashtag the wokerage. The wokerage. The woke agent. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We are now on Spotify, finally. So uh, you can listen to us on iTunes, to me on iTunes, to Liz. We'll be here. We'll be listening. Um, no, we'll be you know anyway you can listen to you can this is real i'm not going to edit any of this out none, i should none i should <laughs> but thank you everyone thank you for listening